is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Bendis joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? What's all they have time for? They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, I guess, here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Happy Wednesday. It is the Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Excited about uh, the rest of this week. Tomorrow, Tim Brando will join us for most of the hour. The uh, famed play-by-play announcer with Fox Sports. Used to be ESPN, CBS. He's been all over, but uh, he'll join us tomorrow. Um, And today, that's what she said with Miss Brittany Jackson is uh, on the way. Cannot wait to chat with uh, Miss Jackson. Uh, That's uh, what she said. Uh, On this day in history coming up, also the walk-up. Got my new uh, hashtag Troy Strong bracelet in the mail today, so thank you to the Ross family for that. I will proudly wear my Troy Strong bracelet and... uh, yeah. Going to get a t-shirt, too, made up. So that'll be great. All right, here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, Brittany Jackson on the way. We also have some more cancellations as we uh, start today. And we knew it was a matter of time. We've seen a lot of rodeos already be canceled across the country. Well, now it's hitting Montana. Northern Rodeo Association, East Helena Rodeo, 57th Annual has been canceled due to COVID-19. Today, on a Facebook post, said, quote, due to circumstances beyond our control, the COVID-19 situation and public health concerns, the Board of Directors of the East Helena Valley Rodeo Association and the Montana Environmental Trust Group is canceling the 2020 East Helena Rodeo scheduled for July 10th and 11th, also canceling the in-county rodeo scheduled for July 9th, end quote. Um, prize money, the added prize money this year comes around 7600 That will be uh, sent off to the NRA office to be put as uh, added prize money for the NRA finals in October up at uh, Kalispell's Majestic Valley Arena. So that's the first. What will be the next? Because there's going to be more. Will there be? I was out golfing to this morning when we got the news about East Helena Rodeo, and my golfing partner said, "Are we going to have a last chance stampede? Stampede is scheduled for two weeks after the uh, East Helena Rodeo. So, and I get it, different." you know, organizations and all that. But will we have a last chance stampede? Will we have the belt rodeo start off the PRCA season in uh, about two months? Or actually about a month. I'm, I'm sorry, in June. I forget we're in May now already. So will we have rodeo in Montana? Now, it came out today that Billings, the three AA high schools, the publics, will hold graduations at Metro Park with some restrictions coming up uh, May 24th, I believe. They're going to allow like 1,200 people for each graduation. But it's interesting. You know, obviously everybody's got to wear face masks, 
you got to observe the six feet social distancing. You got to get your temperature checked before you go into the ceremony. You get two guests per graduate. Now, anybody coming from out of state, you got to quarantine for 14 days. But Billings will hold public graduations. I guess private public graduations, but big graduations, which is going to upset a lot of other schools that have already canceled. But when you talk about rodeo, why is it okay to have graduations? Why is it okay to go sit down in restaurants? And I'm all for this. Why is it okay to go get a tattoo or your haircut, but we can't have rodeos? Just a question that needs needs some answering, I think. This is livelihood for a lot of people or extra money in the pockets for a lot of contestants. We hear it all the time on the National Finals Rodeo when someone gets injured. The Justin Boots Crisis Fund. PBR has its own uh, fund set up for injuries. There aren't guaranteed contracts or salaries for a lot for for these rodeo contestants, especially the pros. They have to other jobs. So it's okay to have graduations, and it's okay to to uh, to go have something to eat. It's okay to golf, but it's not okay to rodeo. That's a big bummer, losing East Helena Rodeo, the 57th. We also lost this today. And I was wondering, I was waiting for this domino to fall because it was going to. The Montana-Wyoming All-Star Basketball Series will not happen this year for the first time in over 40 years. And look, I get it. You know, it's and a lot of it's because of Wyoming right now, but... Wyoming, Montana, each with protocols, and now it's not going to happen. And Rocky Erickson, head of the uh, Midland Roundtable, told MTN Sports, you know, that it makes him quote sick. We all feel terrible for the kids. We all do for these seniors. But when we knew this was going to happen, you can't cross the border. You know, this game, one of the games was supposed to take place, they take place in Sheridan, Wyoming, in Billings, Montana. Well, you can't cross into Montana, according to Governor Steve Bullock, without quarantining for 14 days. Well, if the game's in Sheridan, Wyoming on Friday, and in Rocky, uh, Billings on Saturday, where's the 14 days? So... It's a bummer for the seniors that get to play in this game each, you know, each year. But we knew it was going to happen, and it's just—it is terrible. It really is. But we don't know where—we don't even know what's going to happen this fall. Montana Football Hall of Fame 2020 inductions pushed back to next year now. Originally scheduled for the end of March, they got pushed to June. Now going all the way to next March. Because we don't know when Phase 3 is going to open. We don't know when Phase 2 is going to open in Montana. So it makes sense that a lot of this stuff is canceled. And here's the thing. We're about two weeks away, a little over two weeks away from finding out if we're going to get an American Legion season. That's not a guarantee at this point either. Because we don't know when Phase 2 will start. I know Montana hasn't had any new cases for a couple of days, but let's say we get a couple this weekend. Well, then what? Do we have to start that 14 days? It's like, it's like in, in baseball, in, you know, the, that uses metal bats, or any sport, really. If you have to delay for a lightning strike, we saw it with football a few years ago. Carolyn Northern. you got to wait 30 minutes before you can start again. But if the lightning strikes anywhere in that 30 minutes, that 30-minute clock starts all over. 
So if somebody tests positive for COVID-19 in Montana in the next week and a half, does the 14 days cycle start over where we can't have cases? Look, I want I want sports to talk about. I really do. We all want sports. Are you I mean, are you okay with Korean baseball for the summer? No. I mean, the PBR next in the next two weekends, again, in Guthrie, Oklahoma, no fans. Golf will start in June professionally. Uh, PGA, no fans. LPGA in July, no fans. Will football even start on time? Again, we just don't know. There's no way right now that you can tell me that Long Island University is coming to play at Bozeman against Montana State September 5th. It ain't going to happen. And we're getting to that point where we're in the first part of May right now. We're about six to seven, eight weeks away from drop-dead dates for NFL, college football, high school football for the fall and other sports. Think about that. We're just we're not very far away from those dates because those dates have to be made and decisions have to be made now for stuff in June and July, which we're seeing. So in, in the end of June, first part of July, we're going to start seeing stuff get canceled in the fall if there's no if there's if there's not an action to be taken. If that's the action to be taken. So losing uh, East Helena Rodeo, the first of many that will fall. We lost the Montana Wyoming All Star Series today. And uh, it's gonna, we're going to still see more cancellations. And look, I don't like talking about this every day, but guess what? We have to. It's literally the biggest thing going on right now. Whether you think we're overreacting and whether you think we're underreacting, who knows? Doesn't, it, it, we're, just, we're trying to fill our void. Get on the schedule now for Nitro Green for all your lawn, pest, and tree needs. Give them a call, 443-5088, or visit nitrogreenhelena.com. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, Brittany Jackson will join us. This is like a two-decade-long dream about to happen. Brittany Jackson coming up next here on the Jason Walker Show. Jason Walker Show coming up. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zynico has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings... Or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one? It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Leek Fecto at 406-788-8962.
Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to DinnersDoneRight.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night. Or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit DinnersDoneRight.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinners Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinners Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, welcome back. Major Mortgage Man Cave on a Wednesday. Jason Walker Show. I opened up the blinds because we got a heck of a rainstorm coming down. So uh, nice winds, and uh, there you go. Fun stuff. Um, still to come on this day in history, the walk-off, and a whole lot more. But uh, I have been waiting to talk to this young lady for about 20 years. Maybe not, well, maybe 15, but uh, she joins us now from... Uh, her home in Tennessee. It is Miss Brittany Jackson, former Tennessee Lady Vol on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It is uh, truly my pleasure. Uh, uh, I've been a fan of yours since your playing days at the University of Tennessee. Was that growing up in Cleveland, Tennessee, Brittany? Was that some place that, I mean, was that the only place you were going to play college basketball? You know, it, it was. It was a dream come true. I mean, it's, I grew up watching, you know, the Pat Summit and the Lady Vols and, um, you know, always just admired her. And so as I got older and I would go to her camps. And so, yeah, it, it was like, you know, especially with my basketball academy now, that's what I like to tell a lot of the kids that I train around here. I mean, I was in the same position they were. I mean, you know, little from little most people don't even know Cleveland, Tennessee. I have to say Chattanooga because they think Cleveland, Ohio, and and it's just you know. But yeah, it was a dream come true. There was no question that if I had that opportunity, that is where I wanted to play. So I have been waiting to share this story for 18 years now. So in 2002, <laughs> I was in Nashville for the country radio seminar. And I have uh, had a record representative who was really good friends with Coach Summit. And had you guys made it to the championship game that year in 2002, I was going to get a pregame introduction to the team and Coach Summit, a seat right behind the bench, and pregame dinner with the team. But you guys lost in the semifinals, so I never got to have Uh, that chance. Dang it. Yeah, that was was a tough loss, but... um... That would have been nice. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> True story. It's been that long ago. I know. So 2002, was that your sophomore year? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember who you lost to in the semifinals? No, no, no. That was my freshman year. Freshman year, right, and yes. My freshman year, and we lost to, I'm wanting to say, LSU. Okay. Because Van, I think Vandy won it, the SEC tournament right. that year. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, LSU had some really good players back in the day uh, on oh, those yeah. teams. <laughs> you played oh, yeah. the SEC. It, it's got to be so tough to play in that in that conference year in and year out. It is. I mean, you know, I always I'm obviously biased. I say SEC. I mean, even when it comes to football, the best conference. But you know, it's just. I mean, I think now, especially in women's basketball, there's just so much more parity and teams 
you know, different conferences that are stepping up and are just really improving their program, which I think is great for the women's game. But, you know, you're all, I'm always biased to the hey, SEC is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Jackson joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Take me back to those playing days. Um, because, you know, back then it was mainly Tennessee and UConn. And I know I, I don't want to bring up uh, the NCAA championship games, but you fell, you fell short twice in a row. But it was Tennessee and UConn for so long, and now we do have that parity. But back then, it, I mean, you knew every year, didn't you, that it was probably going to be you and UConn at the end? For sure. Um, you know, whenever I was coming out of high school, I mean, Pat Summit got whoever she she wanted, or you know, around this area especially. And then, I mean, Gino got who he wanted, and it was we were, you know, it was the top two programs. It was always Tennessee UConn. So I do think that, um, you know, it has been great for the women's game. I think it has a lot of to do with, you know, kids want to go and, and want to instantly, they don't want to play a role. You know, when you go to Tennessee back, I mean, I, I came in with four other All-Americans, you know, like it's your, so you play a role and, and again, I wouldn't do it. I would do it all over again. But um, kids now, they want to go in, they want to make an impact instantly. And I think that there's a lot of other schools that have, really built their program, and um, I think it's great for the women's game. Brittany Jackson, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. So you can't see. You can see if you watch the replay later, but I've got my Tennessee jersey. I had some friends that were from Tennessee, <laughs> and they brought me a Tennessee jersey. It's number 20. It's not 25. But uh, <laughs> So I've got that hanging up, and then I've got my uh, my Tennessee uh, basketball signed by Coach War- uh, Holly. Um, nice. Yeah, so – I need some Brittany Jackson stuff up here in, in Montana. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> like, I, I go, you got to get you some more Tennessee stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, Tennessee is my all-time favorite, and I'm not just saying that because I, you know I'm chatting with you, but they always have uh, been my favorite women's basketball team, mainly because of Coach Summit and and what she did for the game of basketball, what she did for women's athletics in, in as a whole. Um, take me back to that recruiting. Visit when you when you got to co- talk to Coach Summit. So, um, you know, I had went to some of her camps, and so basically, I went on three. I had went on a visit to Alabama, to Clemson, and to Georgia. And um, Pat has like basically what Pat always did was she would have like an elite camp, and all the recruits that she's recruiting, you come to that camp too, and that's kind of like well. That I went to that, so I that was you know getting recruited, and I knew that I was not making a decision until I you know Pat Tennessee was my first choice, mm-hmm. and so my dad. It's a funny story. It was a school night, so uh, Tennessee was playing at Georgia, and I didn't get to go because it was a school night. You know, I was in high school, but my dad went, and Pat saw my dad sitting behind the Georgia bench because mm-hmm. Andy Andy Landers had given them tickets, and she offered me the next week. <laughs> so, she didn't want to let you know the Tennessee girl get out of Tennessee, and that's something mm. that you know that's just a funny little story. But um, that that's how it happened with me, you know. And it was no question. I mean, I, that's, I was going if she offered. Uh, that is a great story. Brittany Jackson joins us here. Tell uh, tell me about the first time you got the infamous stare. Oh Lord! I mean, I remember the first time she came to watch me play. AAU. I mean, I'm like, oh my goodness, what did I do? She's staring at me like I'm in trouble, you know? Like, it's just, and it's just her look. I mean, it's just something that, I mean, so many times, even our practice guys, like, still walk into practice and you're thinking, like, what do I do? Well, we're, I know we're in trouble because it's just the stare that she gives you, but it's just intimidating. And, um, you know, even the guys, I mean, our practice guys, you know, Pat. We'd always say she couldn't have coached guys. They can't handle it. They couldn't have handled it. But um, that the stare was real, and it was scary. Trust me. <laughs> Do you use that now with uh, with your son? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I just did an interview the other day, and they're talking about that. They're like, "Do you ever use that like with your, you know, the kids and stuff that I work with?" You see, and I said, "You know, I tried to use it on my son. Like sometimes it works, <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't." <laughs> Brittany Jackson joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, yeah, she was uh, fantastic. You played, and you mentioned, you know, you came in with four other All-Americans as a freshman. Was it hard to take a back seat at times on those teams because everybody was good? Absolutely. I mean, that's something that I think that, um, you know, it's such an adjustment. You come in, you're, you know, I'm all 
all Miss Basketball, All State, All American, you know, everything, and you come in with every, everybody else has the same accolades, you know. So you have to play a role, and, and that's something that you that takes time to get adjusted to. And I think that's the difference in the generation today. I mean, kids are just different, and and it's it's almost like you know they don't they just want it to be. I say this a lot. Almost they they're just the generation. They think it's just supposed to be given to them, and and that's something. And I, I think that's why we've had a lot of different you know, teams that have um, kids want to go in as a freshman. I mean, as a freshman, I went in. I mean, you you know, you played some, you didn't play some. I ended up my freshman year starting in the Final Four. But it, it was up and down, and, you know, you have to earn that role. And you play a role, and you're used to being the, give me the ball, I'm going to shoot it, do anything, you know, anytime I want, I'm going to drill. But that's just something that you have to, in a program, such an elite program, but again, if you go somewhere else, and I and my career goes to, I go to another school. I don't go to four final fours, and I don't get those experiences. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't take it back for anything. And but it, yes, it, it does take adjustment. And um, you know, I always say, if you meet a lady ball basketball player that tells you they never thought about leaving, they're lying to you <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was a bit, it was challenging, and that's you know that's why she was so successful. But it makes you a better person and pre- and prepares you for life after college. Things that you don't realize, like that that you don't really realize when you're going through it. I mean, I I, I look back on things now, just in the business world and, and just personal life and everything that 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 Pat has taught me. That when you're going through it, and you know you're up there as an athlete, you don't necessarily appreciate or understand. But um, it is. Uh, it's you know you appreciate it especially after you graduate and, and things that you can you can use in in the business world and in just life in relationships. Your senior year, there was a redshirt freshman on the team. Did you know that Candace Parker was going to be that good? Yeah, you know, I, we all Candace. I knew she had so much ability. Um, we knew, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I knew Candace was gonna was was just a phenomenal, you know, just a freak of athlete and. You don't have those all the time, and and her mentality and everything. Even though she didn't play, you know, because she was she was hurt. But um, you know, Candace is just it's it's been awesome to watch her excel. And I, you know, ever we knew she was going to do great things. You had some great teammates too. Uh, Carol Lawson comes to mind as one of them. And, and you're in the same career path. You know, she's a broadcaster. You're a broadcaster. Um, what was she like to play with and hang out with? Carol was amazing. You know, I get asked a lot, who was the toughest player you played against and with? Against would be Diana Rossi. I mean, she's the reason why I don't have two rings, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but to play with and just Carol Lawson, is, she is an amazing, I mean, just so competitive in, in life and everything and so positive and encouraging, but yet tough. You know, she was tough on you and she expected stuff out of you. And, and that's, that is just, um, you know, we call her K-Law. I mean, she just, she is an amazing person. Um, we knew that, and you know, it's funny. I remember she came into our practice after she graduated, whenever she was going to, she was just, she didn't major in broadcasting anything. But anytime we went over to her house, she had sports center on. She could tell you anything about any sport of any kind. And so whenever she said, you know, hey, I'm going to interview for a, a job at ESPN or whatever, we were like, I mean, no question. Like, she's a natural, she's going to be a natural. I mean, she just, she just knows her stuff. She's such a, um, you know, I, I love playing with Tara. She was a great teammate, great friend, great person, um, you know, and, and really just she didn't let you slack at all. And that's, you know, that's what you want in a teammate. Brittany Jackson joining us here at Jason Walker Show on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Uh, so you call her uh, what Kayla? Did you have what was your nickname when you played? So it was BJ. Most of, most of my and it's funny because like we've been doing these um, these zooms like with former lady balls and stuff and and everybody's BJ and I'm like oh my gosh I miss it you know I, I haven't it's just on the court you know that's my nickname really that's what everybody called me so um, you know but Brit Brit too but um, it's been great you know trying to be productive during this madness and this mm. quarantine time. And so we've got really connected a lot with former lady bosses. Everybody goes their separate ways and, and is, you know, still, some are still playing, some are not, and you got kids and it's hard to keep in touch. And so, um, the lady ball family is such a tight knit family and, um, it's just, 
it's always great to uh, to catch up and see what everybody's doing. Well, when I did television from well, basically during your your entire playing career, uh, when I would do sports highlights, and I might be the only guy west of the Mississippi that showed uh, Tennessee women's highlights out here uh, on the west. Uh, did it in Montana and Colorado, but we always called you B Jack. Yeah, I, I did that too. I did that too. Okay. BJ, B Jack. Yeah, there there were some of the my teammates that would call me that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. You I hit- missed it. Well, I'll I'll just uh, when I start texting you, I'll just say B Jack from now. Yeah, on. just yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, what was the uh, your favorite moment in a in a game? What was the biggest shot? I guess that you hit. So I don't know if you remember, we played in Atlanta. Um, my freshman final four it was my freshman final four, and um, we were playing UConn and. I hit the shot at the end of it to regulation to put it into overtime. I was like falling down, um, just a hell mary, and it goes in. They had to keep watching it over and over and over. But that was just a, you know your freshman year in the final four. You're, you know, starting and and you're playing UConn. You're playing UConn, but mm-hmm. um, that was a shot that I'll always remember. You know, to to put us in that we ended up losing, but um, to get to put us into overtime in Atlanta. Brittany Jackson joining us. Uh, you have moved on to uh, uh, sports broadcasting, doing a lot of, you know, regional stuff down there. What's that been like for you? Yeah, you know, that's something that in college I, I figured that I figured out that I wanted to do. I love being in front of the camera since college. Um, you know, to do a lot of commercials. It's just something, a passion of mine that I, that I love. Um, and then once I started doing color commentating, you know, like, once you realize your career's over, it's really a hard transition. You know, I talk to all kinds of my teammates, other play, you know, guys, men, whatever that have that have stopped. Whether it's in high school, college, professionally, wherever. Whenever that transition into the the real world or next chapter, it's tough. And so, mine kind of ended because of sports broadcasting. I was even, I was getting some opportunities, but yet then I could go back overseas and play, and I kind of had to make that decision. So. Um, it wasn't because I wanted to stop playing, so I, I still miss it. But I, I just love broadcasting. I love um, it. Keeps me, you know, involved in basketball. It's what I know, and um, I, I love being in front of the camera. So I mean, even to this day, like I just started a commercial the other day up in Knoxville for a pizza, um, a pizza place. I just love it. I love being in front of the camera. I, I think it, you know, just helps me with my speaking engagements that I do and different things like that. And then of course basketball. I mean, I love it. So it just it's been a, just a great passion of mine. It is a uh, it, it, broadcasting is, is is a passion too for me, and you know it's great to see you in the uh, the uh, the business. Um, I wish we could get your games up here so I could watch, but uh, uh, you know I can't. Uh, but anyway, Brittany yeah. Jackson joining us here, Jason Walker show. Uh, you mentioned being in front of the camera, and you know you've been very photogenic your entire career, and it's continued, but. Um, you anything that you I, I I don't know how I I mean you did the FHM deal you did you know commercials what's been the, the, the what has stood out the most I guess you know since I um, when I first graduated college I was like I am done I'm tired of people telling me what to do I'm <laughs> just I'm done I'm hanging it up you know and I want to do the TV thing so I moved to LA and I thought that I mean I remember telling my mom and dad the night before and. Um, you know, it, uh, no, Brittany, you don't want that. You know, LA is not the thing. I'm like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm done with basketball. Well, I was there about six, almost four months and realized, okay, you're right, mom. Um, <laughs> I miss playing basketball and this is not the life I want to live. So I then went overseas, but, you know, people don't know some of, you know, the majority of women's basketball, especially where you make the most money is overseas. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that it's just a longer season. And, um, you just, you know, you just don't, you make more money than, than the league here. And so, um, you know, I instantly went and played. I played in Turkey, played in Portland, played with Atlanta, played with San Antonio. And then again, like I mentioned, just kind of decided to start focusing on my broadcasting career. But, you know, I have my hands in a lot of different things. I, I'm one that just my personality, like I always have to be busy. I just, I could, you know, I, I could never just be the stay at home mom and do nothing. I, I just want to work and be, stay busy and, and always looking for opportunities, and I've been very blessed with those, with 
you know, the contacts that I've made in, mm-hmm. in media or at Tennessee. And I do a lot of marketing for um, some different beverage companies now that I work with. And, you know, just try to stay busy. Of course, a full-time mom to a four-year-old, as you know, is, 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 <laughs> is a job itself. But, um, you know, these last three years, I have, I moved back to Tennessee because of my mom. So when Pat passed away a month after my mother was diagnosed with the same exact thing, early on, I said all the time, I was 59 years old. And, you know, you're just in denial, like there's no way this is, you know, so I moved back, me and my little boy to, we moved in with my mom and dad here in Cleveland to help with her because my dad still works. He's an athletic director. So um, the last three years I've kind of, you know, put my life a little bit on hold to to help take care of her which she just passed away last August so now I am you know even more determined to just you know get back and focus on my work and opportunities that I have but uh you know I, I always have my hands and and you know I, I love new opportunities and and I'm like I said very blessed with the contacts that I have to have opportunities come my way and so whether it be marketing or you know, commercials or TV broadcasting, uh, my basketball academy, uh, which is supposed to be the end of this month. I have a charity event every year for mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and um, I'm pushing it back to July this year. You have to come out. I'd love to have oh, you. Oh man. I would um, love to be there. You yeah. Have no we, idea. Have, <laughs> we have a camp for the, I have a camp for the kids and then we have a celebrity basketball game and then we have a red carpet event to end the weekend. We have like a live auction style and auction and we raise money for Alzheimer's and this year is in honor of my mom. But, um, you know, I've, we have Carol Owens here. I've got to make a hot spot. I try to get, you know, as many former Tennessee players, obviously, at being in Tennessee. I just, I just wanted to do something for my community. And, and you know, some of these kids here, they would never meet these celebrities and these athletes that, that, they, look, that they look up to. So I really put a lot of work into that, and it means a lot to me. So I just, you know, try to stay busy and, and not go crazy, uh, especially during this quarantine time. I'm like, oh, it's just driving me crazy. <laughs> You got a chance to go out last week and uh, help out around your community uh, uh, serving food. What was that like? Yeah, so, you know, you just try to, I mean, during this time, it's so hard. I mean, especially for small businesses everywhere, you just hurt so bad for everybody. I mean, and it's just, so I've just tried to help in any way that I can. And um, there's been several people, especially these, I mean, when I have my event, my community has helped me so much, like these restaurants local and you know chains that have just really they come through for my event so i've tried to reach out and just help as much as i can during this time for them especially the local businesses so you know they they're allowed to do curbside so last week i got me and some other actually former balls that and uh we would take you know deliver the food to curbside whenever they ordered and stuff just anything and everything to try to spice it up and and give back to the community and and help out these small businesses that are just really struggling right now that is a uh, that's fantastic, and, and you have the ability to to be able to do that, and and you know, the the friend uh, tree to be able to help out and, and do things like that. Um, all right, Brittany Jackson joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Some fun questions now. Where did you enjoy playing the least in college? The least. Um, well, I'll tell you, my favorite place I played was Duke. Um, that it's just, you know, I played in the biggest arenas we had, we have the best fans, no question, mm-hmm. biggest arenas, but Duke, I mean, I just, they were like on top of you. And I mean, I still have the picture. I don't know if, um, of me and the sports illustrated, I'm throwing the ball in. They're literally touching my ponytail. Like, you know, the Duke and Cameron crazy. And it just, it, it was just, it's an atmosphere that just everybody packed in there. You just, I'll, I just will never forget. The worst place I had to play, uh, that, that was probably the toughest, if that's what you're referring to. I mean, it was just, you know, we, I remember my point guard, Lori Moore, she tore her ACL, finished the game, and we ended up beating them. I mean, you know, but it was a very tough atmosphere to play in. I mean, they're sleeping outside at night, you know, the night before. Mm-hmm. They're just packed in there. I mean, you can't, I couldn't even throw the ball in. They're literally, my, I mean, looking at the ref, they're touching my ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's that, on top of, you know, but. Um, it was a very tough place to play, but exciting, like right. exciting place, most favorite. So, um, that's on top of the list for sure. Um, all right. So favorite coach to play against and beat. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy one. I, I you knew, know, I, I knew I was going to happen. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I always, though, we always love beating Bandy. Like, you know, that's a very, you know, big rival of ours. Um, they hated us probably more than we hated them. <laughs> but, um, you know, it. Um, I never beat Texas all four years. That was a team that um, after I graduated, I was like, wow, I never beat Texas. But um, you know, I would I would say I would say UConn, um, uh, UConn Bandy. That was the you really just love looking up at the scoreboard when it's over and and you're ahead. <laughs> um, I'm showing that picture of uh, it is the Duke game, and uh, it's almost like they're they're touching your arms or touching your hair. I mean, they're yeah yeah. I got yeah. The, I got that picture yeah, up, was- uh, on now, so. Yeah, it was um, it was really crazy. Such a such a great atmosphere, and um, yeah, it, it was awesome. All right, so especially to come out with a win, that, well, that, that, yes. that bus ride back and flight back was much better. <laughs> you got a chance to play in against some great teams and some great environments in the NCAA tournament as well. But um, the travel, you know, compared to in the SEC compared to, say, here in Montana, it's a lot easier for you guys, isn't it? Or wasn't it? To travel? Yeah. Yeah, so we started everywhere. Um, that's something that you even though you, it humbles you once you get professionally women. I mean, you're, I came from a program. We chartered everywhere, mm-hmm. except for Vanderbilt and Kentucky because it was less than three hours. So we would drive to those places. But, you know, when you're chartered and then you get to the WNBA and you're like, uh, well, <laughs> okay, we're, we're not starter. Where's it? Where's our plane out here? You know. Sure. But um, that's just you know that those are experiences that I am so blessed to have and memories and stuff that you know you fly with a lot of the the boosters and you know your team and it, it's just um it was a blessing to have had the experience. Brittany Jackson, our guest here, Jason Walker show. A few final questions for you because you are a busy mom, so I gotta yeah. I, I understand that. Um, but you ha- you. Okay, so tell me your your worst loss that wasn't in the NCAA. Rutgers. So we. Oh, yeah, that was quick. You I, knew right away. Oh yeah, I um I have seen. Let's see, I saw Pat cry three times my whole career, and one of those was halftime. She was so angry. We actually made. We were at Rutgers, and I, I can't remember if it. Still in the history books, like it was either the worst, we were losing the worst at halftime ever, or it was the worst loss ever. I mean, we never showed up at all. Like, I don't think we got off the bus. And on our way back, I mean, I don't think anybody was like, we were holding our breath. We couldn't talk. We couldn't do anything. And we got back straight to the gym. That was for sure my worst, the memory of like worst game that we ever had, worst loss. I mean, I think it made history, but I mean, like in Tennessee, like we just never showed up. She was so mad. <laughs> like we didn't even want to breathe on the flight back. We were so scared. Um, Tyler, her son, um, has yeah. had a pretty decent career as a coach. Uh, but it was like growing uh, Was it weird because he was always there and always on the bench? I mean, or was it like uh, having, you know, all these big sisters for him? It was, you know, oh, man, like, it's so, you know, watching Tyler grow up, and he was just seeing so much of his mother in him. Um, You know, I I think about Tyler all the time. I reach out to him just because, obviously, you know, I know how close he was, and then, obviously, me experiencing, you know, it's hard to really understand what somebody goes through until you experience it yourself, and and just, you know, Tyler, hey, we've all made mistakes, and Tyler, you know, I'm so glad he's finally gotten back into coaching, but, um it's just I think so much about him because he, him and his mother were as close as me and my mother, mm. and so um, you know Tyler's had a rough couple years, but I see so much of Pat in him, and I you know I just I love it. I knew he was going to be a great coach. He has so much potential. I mean, he learned from the best. He grew up in the gym with us. I mean, and it's just um, he's grew and it's so crazy to think. I mean, it makes me feel so old because I just remember seeing him in diapers and you know running around in practice and um but I, I'm, I'm so proud of, of Tyler and I think about him a lot um and pray for him a lot because I know it's been very tough for him all right what music did you listen to pregame so um you know we in the locker room it's, it's funny that you talk about music because we were um I was just talking 
to an interview the other day about the difference now. Like we would always, we had a stereo in the locker room and, and we always like, we would, we would pump it and listen to all kinds. I mean, Lord, all kinds of everybody, you know, degree on one would not hurt. So any type of rap, just stuff to get you pumped up. And, but if Pat walked in, that, you better turn it off instantly. Oh. And then, like, to go up now and we'd watch and we'd listen, they'd be in practice with like, music on. I'm like, God, the, what, the <laughs> things that have changed, you know. But, um, we, you know, we had a locker room and, and we had our, you know, everybody just in the – that's the things I miss is in the locker room before games, just getting pumped up um, before we, uh, you know, had our team meeting to head out for the game. But it, it was all different. Just, just you know, what – usually Ashley Robinson or, or Shire – girls that one of them was a year older than me but Shire came in with me they were always in charge of the music but it was just fun girls dancing and just you know getting to be able to loosen up before you you know had to go out there and focus pre-game meal what was your go-to so we always had carabas my we would you know obviously it was a we had we had team meals to get we ate together and um they we would if it was a home game it was always carabas I mean we had our grilled chicken we had our pasta and, um, you know, we ate at their arena after shoot around. We'd go do that and then come back. But Carabas was our, our pregame when I was there for home game. Gotcha. Um, will Tennessee win another national championship in the next five years? I, I'm, I'm staying positive. I, I hope so. I think <laughs> I know we can. We have the potential. I mean, the tradition is there. Kelly is, she knows what it takes. She's been there. She's done it. She is a player that, I mean, I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if, if it's a player that you want everybody to play like. You know, she, she's tough-nosed. So, um, you know, I think that's what we need. And I can, you know, yes, we'll, we'll get back there. And, and that's something, too. You just credit our fans. I mean, and credit Holly. Like, I've always been tell Holly, I would never want to be. Who wants to be in, in this year? No. You know, I don't want any part of it. Like, you can't follow a Pat Summit. But Holly did a great job. It was just time for a change. And um, I think Kelly will, will, will do a tremendous job as well. You know, I mean, just like Holly, they know what it takes. They've been there. They've went through it um, with Pat and seen – they know the tradition. So they know how to get it there. And it's just um, getting the players to commit to that. Have you ever thought about getting into coaching? I have. You know, coaching has always been something. And, and I tell people, you know, um, I've turned down a couple – coaching I don't want to coach high school. My, so my whole family's teachers my mom retired teacher my dad teaching sister teacher that's all I, that is all I knew I did not want to do with teach <laughs> and so um you know high school not so much I, I thought more about the college level I just um you know I've enjoyed with my basketball academy I, I can I do coach I coach different talent levels boys girls different ages but yes I, I still don't rule out college coaching um it just the timing when I've had these offers haven't I've just prayed about it haven't been the right time, but it is something that you know I always am going to have to be involved with basketball. I mean, whatever it is, you know, basketball has taken me so many places. It's been, it's meant so much to me. It's a huge part of me. So sure. um, I could I could definitely see myself coaching um, down the road. Yeah. I think that would be uh, be great to get you uh, on the bench just to see if you uh, have the stare down like Coach Summit did. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that anybody can replicate that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so who would have won it this year had they been able to play? You know what? That is a great question. Like I said, these I have been – last couple, I've only got to go up, except the games that I've called, a couple games. Just my life kind of, you know, upside down when you're taking care of your mom and you lose your mm-hmm. mom. And I have not, I didn't get to pay attention that much this year, but, um, you know, you have so many good programs. I think any given night, I, I wouldn't even know who to say, but hey, Tennessee could have made a run. You know, hey, mm-hmm. you got, I believe orange over here. So, um, I do you too. know, I, I'm, I'm going to stay positive, but, um, I don't know. That, that's a good question. You know, I, I was I was really anxious to see how we were going to do in the tournament. It's just tough for for all the teams. I mean, even your your sports now. You think about sponsor also, Lord. I mean, it, this is just such a trying and hard time for everybody mm-hmm. and personally, business, sports, everything. So, um, you know, but it is also 
it, you would think now whenever they get back, it's going to make you appreciate it and work even harder because it was taken away from you. Sure. So um, that's, that's what uh, a lot of the girls we've talked to about the, the team now out there at Tennessee, like, you, come, you better come back even more hungry, you know. <laughs> uh, I got to plug your website, so Brittany-Jackson.com. And yeah. it, uh, it it takes you to your uh, academy page. Um, I would, seriously, if I could, I'll have to try to figure out a way to get down there in July. I would love to. So, yeah, I'm actually just now, I was going to push it back to the end of June. I'm just trying to wait out this week and next week to kind of fill it out. Sure. I think I'm going to end up just pushing it back to, like, the, as late as possible, probably the end of July. But so I will update my website. But it, my website has everything on there, how to contact me or any information that I update with my camp, my academy, and, and what things that I'm doing. But, yeah, I would love to have you come out. It's, it's such a good weekend, a fun weekend. And this year, obviously, is extra special because it's in honor of my mom. Sure. So um, as soon as I get the date set, I will definitely let you know. And, hey, you can come shoot the show from Tennessee. I was just, I was <laughs> going to say I could come down there. Now, would I get to be in the celebrity uh, basketball game? Yay, you want to play in it. You got it. I would love to. So uh, this is going to be near your birthday then, like July 28th approximately. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was looking. So my son's birthday is the 15th. And so I was looking into July, and I'm trying to decide on, on the date now. So I, I just, you know, everybody still, once everything does get back to, to how it is, I think people are still, So I'm, I'm wanting to kind of push it as far as I can before school gets started back mm-hmm. in August. So, yeah, it's going to be around, I think, the end of July. So, yeah, it'll it'll – It'll be kind of a celebration of birthday and everything. I love the way you say July. July. <laughs> <laughs> say it a little different. Oh, that, seriously, <laughs> the southern enough. accent is my favorite. It's southern, <laughs> and then Australia is my second favorite. Um, yeah. I got a couple Facebook comments. Uh, you're uh, Kevin's all-time favorite lady, Vol, and uh, someone else said that they love you. So there you go. So. Well, it's always good to hear positive things <laughs> um, <laughs> you hear I, negative so much i know you want to hear some positive. exactly um there's nothing but positivity around you and it's fantastic Brittany-Jackson.com is the website you can follow her on twitter instagram and uh i i would seriously i would my show's only an hour but i would talk to you for three if i could uh there's oh thanks so much so Anytime, many questions i enjoyed it uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Thanks for having yep, me. Yep, thank you. I would love to stay in touch, and we'll figure out if I can get down there in July. Or July, as for you say. For sure. <laughs> July, yes. Uh, Brittany, I, I, will be I appreciate it, and uh, take care. You're uh, you're doing great as a mom, so keep it up, and uh, keep it up with the business, too. Proud of you. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. That is Brittany Jackson joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. What a sweetheart. Uh, joining us from... Uh, her home in Cleveland, Tennessee, which is, um, it's like dinner time. Do you say dinner in the South or supper? I think it's dinner. It's dinner time in, in, in Tennessee, but man, oh man, appreciate um, Brittany Jackson joining us. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We have uh, On This Day in History. Uh, Ms. Jackson joined us. That's what she said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. And uh, make sure you stop by. They're open now, and you can grab a dinner to go. You can get it all prepared for you, pick it up out of the freezer, and uh, take it home and cook it. Plan for the weekend. Dinnersdoneright.com. Coming right back on this day in history and much more. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinner's Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night. Or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinner's Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinner's Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe 
and healthy during this time. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner, so now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh. Seriously, I am I am eight years older than Brittany Jackson, and I just feel like an eight-year-old who just got to talk to one of his heroes. <laughs> that was awesome. Brittany Jackson joining us. What a sweetheart. And I can just listen to her talk. I mean, come on, the Southern Drawl? Are you kidding me? How awesome was that? Oh, my all-time favorite Tennessee player. And there have been some great Lady Vols over the years. I mean, going back 40 years. But Brittany Jack, B-Jack was always my all-time favorite, and she always will be. Um, she can come on the show anytime. And I, I, we, she can break down high school basketball in Tennessee. That would be sweet. Uh, all right, let's do On This Day in History. It is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Back open. You can go in, do some gaming, watch, uh, well, s- some sort of sports. You can watch Korean baseball on TV and grab some great food at the Motherload. Uh, today is uh, May the 6th. It is National Beverage Day, National Nurses Day. Sarah Chalich, my all-time favorite nurse, she played at Carroll College and uh, helped uh, when uh, Little Winnie was born two years ago. So uh, It is also National School Nurse Day, Skilled Trades Day, and Bike to School Day. Unfortunately, no biking to school. On this date in 1915, Babe Ruth made his pitching debut for the Boston Red Sox. Also, it is his first home run. But he lost to the Yankees in 15 innings, 4-3. to 1917, St. Louis Brown Bob Groom pitched the no-hitter. Uh, then in 1951, Pittsburgh Pirate Cliff Chambers no-hit the Boston Braves. In 1953, St. Louis Browns pitcher Bobo Holloman, in his major league debut, no-hits the Philadelphia A's. How about that? In 1954, on this date, Roger Bannister became the first person to run a sub-four-minute mile, going 359.4 in Oxford. 1978, at the 104th Kentucky Derby, affirmed with Steve Cawthon aboard, won the first leg of the Triple Crown, would go on to win the Triple Crown in 78. 1998, Kerry Wood struck out 20 Astros to tie the Major League record held by Roger Clemens. He uh, Wood threw a one-hitter. It was his fifth career start. He did also not walk a batter. One hitter away from a perfect game in his fifth start. Happy birthday, 1931. Willie Mays, 660 home runs. Uh, Great, great baseball player, the Say Hey Kid. It is Bob Seger's birthday today, born on this date in 1945. Clay O'Brien, now Clay O'Brien Cooper, born on this date in 1961. He played Weedy in John Wayne and the Cowboys. Why is that important? 
Well, because Clay O'Brien Cooper went on to become a world champion tie-down roper. Or a team roper, rather. Uh, it is Martin Brodeur's birthday in 1972. He was born in Dominika Sibilkova, born on this date in Bratislava, Slovakia in 1989. Uh, John Deere, who was a blacksmith, created the first steel plow in Illinois on this date in 1837. And on this date in 1937, the Hindenburg went down in flames. So uh, there you go. All right, that was uh, On This Day in History, brought to you by the Motherlode. Now we get to do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. What a great show. Unfortunately, more cancellations. Montana-Wyoming All-Star Series not happening this year. East Helena Rodeo in July, not happening. Will we have a last chance stampede? Who knows? And my huge, huge thanks to Brittany Jackson. The greatest Tennessee Lady Vol in the history. Well, she's fifth all-time in three-pointers. But she's my favorite Lady Vol. Tomorrow, Tim Brando joins us for most of the hour. You'll want to hear uh, from a legendary broadcaster. Tune in tomorrow at 4. Thanks to B-Jack. Love saying it. We'll see you back here at Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.